He has it all written out already. Nothing you can do can ruin God's plan. All we have to do is stay sensitive to his spirit and focus on being the right person versus looking for the right place. Hello, beautiful people. It's your host, Danielle Mason, bringing you authentic conversation, transparency around real life experiences, and actionable tips to create your next breakthrough today. Think of this as your home away from home healing oasis where we overshare and overcome obstacles together. Pull up a seat, come as you are, and be ready to leave feeling challenged to reflect, encouraged to take action, and inspired to change. This is the Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. Here we go. First episode in the new space, new studio slash bedroom slash mine and Jamar's office. And I love this topic that we're about to dive into. I was thinking about, okay, what should my next solo episode be? And it's a question that I ask a lot because I take my solo episodes really seriously. I want to produce and give you quality content and content that I feel like would resonate with you in the season that you're in. And I felt like what better topic to dive into? than one that I just recently experienced myself. So at the time you're listening to this, it would have been last week where I went through a lot of trials. And based off the content that I was posting on my Instagram, I got a lot of responses from you all saying that it was something that you really needed to hear. And I was like, okay, if this isn't telling me to do a podcast episode on this topic, I don't know what is. And so I want to start off by sharing a little bit what my last week looked like because let me tell you I was tested and tested and I failed and sometimes we fail the tests we have moments of weakness and the way we know we should respond or react isn't always the way we do so let me share at the beginning of the week last week I fasted and it was the very next two days were days of weaknesses for me I was on such a high after my three-day fast. I felt excited to work on my business. I felt God speaking to me, and it was like being hit with reality on that fourth day, and it was not pretty. In a way, I felt defeated. I felt like I was taking steps backwards, but in reality, it brought me even closer to God because through the tears, and let me just tell you, there was a lot of them. In my moments of weakness, I sat at God's feet. And so if you feel defeated in this moment, I want to let you know that there's a purpose in that. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. You're not the only one who fails at the tests. There's been so many times where it's been something that I have been personally working on. Say patience, for example. That's a big one for me. Patience within my marriage. And it's like, I know how I should react and how I should respond and how I should approach things. But sometimes that's not always my initial reaction action. And after it happens, it's like, dang, we can feel so defeated and we can feel like I'm never going to get to where I want to be in this area. I'm never going to grow to where I can 100% be past this struggle in my life. And so if that is you today, I know exactly how you feel. And I hope that this episode will give you some encouragement today. So in the moment of me feeling defeated, me feeling like, wow, I have these open wounds, like, what do I do? And I fell to God's feet. I wrote, I journaled a lot. I read his word. I talked to the father. And in doing so, he allowed me to see the situation in a different light. 
It allowed me to see the purpose in it. And a lot of times it's hard for us to see the purpose in our struggle, the purpose in when we feel defeated, when we feel these negative emotions. It's hard to see the purpose in that a lot of the times. But here's a fact of life, of being human, of living on this earth. Not every day is going to be your best day. That it's possible to be walking closely with the Lord and get hit with life and have a past wound that you've been personally working on be opened again. And if you are having more lower days than others, or have experienced more of those down days lately, just know that Jesus is right there with you through it all. It's in your low moments where we tend to latch onto him more, and that's when he is molding us into the person we're meant to be. It can sound cliche, and look, you can call it cliche, but it's just the truth. I know this is hard to do in the moment sometimes, but things change when you're able to look up from your tough situation and look at the purpose through that hurt, pain, sadness, because every time there is one, every stinking time. If it's hard for you to find, which trust me, I know sometimes it's really hard to find, ask God to reveal it to you and he will. It sounds so simple, but if you're anything like me, sometimes we don't think about going to God first or we can go to different things before we go to God. But when you genuinely go to him with your heart open and asking him to reveal something to you, he will reveal it. Now, getting into the main course of this episode today, we're going to read 2 Corinthians 2, 12 through 14 together and talk about how this message hit home and answered questions I've been going back and forth with in my mind, in my journal for over two years. This is the NIV version. It says, when I came to the city of Troas to preach the good news of Christ, the Lord opened a door of opportunity for me. But I had no peace of mind because my dear brother Titus hadn't arrived yet with a report from you. So I said goodbye and went to Macedonia to find him. By the way, it's possible I could be butchering the name of the cities, but that's not the point here. But thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Now for some context, these are Paul's words. If you're unaware of who Paul is, Paul used to be a man named Saul. He was actually somebody who persecuted Christians. He persecuted the church. He was killing believers. And he had an encounter with the Lord. And God blinded him. And after he came out of that, he became a sharer of truth. He became on fire for the Lord. He fully repented and transformed into a new person, to this person, Paul, that is spreading the good news, spreading the gospel. And that's literally what he's dedicated his life to in the Paul that we see in this passage. So in verse 12, it says that Paul had traveled to a different city to preach. Now this right here already takes faith. We see all throughout Romans and Corinthians that Paul has massive faith. He's someone on fire for Jesus. And it goes on to say that the Lord opened a door of opportunity for him. Now, I'm sure every single one of you listening loves an opportunity. An opportunity for growth, for fun, in your career or business, to meet someone that's a great connection for you. No matter what it is, we love to see the right doors open for us. Now, how many times do you feel like you've maybe missed out on an opportunity of a lifetime, a good opportunity, and you have regret or you're feeling bad about past mistakes you've made that have led you down the wrong path in your eyes? Or here's a big one. You feel like you aren't where you're supposed to be in life. 
You feel like you should be further, but in a way you feel stuck and not sure how to get to that next level in life that you desire. So you're analyzing your whole life and seeing where the wrong turns were made. Now, this is for you right here. In verse 13, we see that Paul said goodbye to that door that the Lord opened. Not that Paul opened, that the Lord opened himself because he didn't have that peace of mind. Paul goes on to say, but thank God. He has made us captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal process to spread the gospel. Now there's a lot in these two verses, but I'm going to point out this one particular message that really resonated with me. And I hope it sets some of you free today as well. How many times have you felt like you've dropped the ball? You felt stuck in the decisions you've made. You felt paralyzed because you're afraid of going down the wrong path or not going in the direction God is calling you to or not following God's plan for your life. If you were able to read my journal from last year, most of it was about me searching for where God wanted me, questioning everything. Here's what I want you to see in this piece of scripture. God used Paul's goodbye from the door he opened for him for good. It aligned with God's plan for all of humanity to spread the truth of Christ. So what I'm saying here is God can use you no matter where you go or what decision you make as long as you are filled with the Spirit. And I do want to emphasize that last part because if you aren't filled with the Spirit and seeking God daily, then this doesn't apply to you. But if you are someone listening who is active building a relationship with God, you claim Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and are sensitive to His Spirit, God can use you no matter where you go. So instead of focusing so much on the destination or feeling paralyzed when making a decision because you're fearful of making the wrong one, know and believe that the God we serve is the Almighty. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He has it all written out already. Nothing you can do can ruin God's plan. All we have to do is stay sensitive to his spirit and focus on being the right person versus looking for the right place. If you've just tuned out, come back to me because this is it. This is the piece right here. I said, all we have to do is to stay sensitive to his spirit and focus on being the right person versus looking for the right place to be. Maybe you're asking, how can I stay sensitive to his spirit? This is a great question to be asking. And just from my perspective and experience, I believe how you stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit is by first knowing who God is and how can you learn Learn more about God. Well, we'll never fully know or understand him in his entirety while on earth, but you learn more about him by reading what he left with us here. And that's his word. That's the Bible. He left us something tangible for us to know his heart. That's one. Secondly, if you think about your relationship with God as an actual relationship, and this is what helps me throughout my faith walk is to treat my relationship with God as you would a real relationship. So what do you think is necessary to grow in an earthly relationship? You have to have conversation with that person. You have to have vulnerable conversation. So praying to your heavenly father is necessary in your relationship with him. And I'm talking every day. Imagine not talking to your significant other for an entire day or weeks, or you just meet and talk with them on Sundays for an hour or two. 
Do you feel like that strengthens your relationship or no? Same with God, your father. So lastly, being in fellowship with other believers. And this is so big. As humans, we're not meant to walk life alone. We are created to be in community. If you've ever noticed when you feel most down, when you feel most vulnerable, when you feel most tempted into your bad habits, it's a lot of the times when you are secluded and you're you're alone. That's when your thoughts can go crazy. That's when all these negative voices are in your head. And when you get around a community, the right community, a community of believers, people after Jesus's heart, they can help you strengthen your walk. So like just last week, I had to seek advice from a good friend of mine. I prayed to God, I read the word, I journaled, and then I reached out to a friend of mine who I know, she's literally like my only wife friend right now that's truly like in the word and truly faithful to the Lord. And she gave me honesty and she spoke life into me when I needed it. We need community as humans, especially as believers. Iron sharpens iron. Now let's talk about shifting your focus into being the right person. We talked about the three habits above, daily reading the word, prayer, and being in fellowship with other believers at least weekly. Those habits will automatically help you become the right person. Expanding from there, I encourage you to actually get out a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be right now. It could be right after this episode, but get out a piece of paper or pull up the notes section on your phone and write out the answer to who am I as the right person? This will look a bit different for everybody, but really think about that question and just jot down what comes to your mind when you ask yourself that. In the season of life you're in, who are you as the right person? Right where you are. Not being influenced by this person or that person or not thinking about what this person's doing and this person's doing, but where you are in the season of your life. Since I'm a wife in learning, (laughs) seriously, it's a refining process for show. But one of the things I wrote down was to submit to my husband and serve him. Another one was similar to an affirmation for me. And thinking about it now, many of these may be like affirmations for you. But it was being an example of a woman after truth and God's heart, not of acceptance of man. So that's your action step for today is to write out your answers, what you picture yourself as being the right person because it's hard to be something when you can't see. It's hard to become the right person if you don't know how that person moves, thinks, acts. Who are you as the right person? After you write those down, I want you to look your list over and ask yourself, what are you currently improving and working on and what things are you not even close to doing? Review where you are and then write down next to those things, tangibles to how you plan on improving and strengthening in that area. If you need help, get an accountability partner. It's something I encourage all the time is to have somebody that you can grow with that can hold you accountable, that can redirect you when you're drifting. Like I said, community once again. And if you don't have anyone in your life that can be an accountability partner for you, go to Blackouts to Breakthroughs Instagram and comment under the post that shows the title of this episode and comment that you want an accountability partner partner and see who else comments to find someone that is on the same path as you. You never know, you can meet your 
new BFF here. So if you need community, also feel free to message me directly for access to our Sunday Bible studies on Zoom, where we have an incredible group of people come together every single week to dive more into the word and pray for one another. You're totally welcome to join us. I'd honestly be super stoked to have you. But please, 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 please do that action step. Get clear on who you are as the right person. I hope this freed you today in some way, whether that be to get you moving into action on an idea or goal that you've kind of put off or been afraid to make a decision on, or maybe freed you by allowing you to forgive yourself from past mistakes or to get you hopeful for your future because you know with everything that God can use you absolutely no matter where you are. Thank you for listening to another episode of Blackouts and Breakthroughs. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now. All right, let's bring it in. Giving you a virtual hug because you just finished another episode of Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. And you know what? You just deserve it. The reviews and subscriptions mean a lot to me. So if you love today's episode, make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any other episodes. Also, I'd love to hear your takeaways. So feel free to screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag me at Blackouts to Breakthroughs on Instagram with your biggest takeaways so I can connect with you and reshare your posts. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, friend.